You are listening to the Joe Rogan Experience Review Podcast. We find little nuggets, treasures, valuable pieces of gold in the Joe Rogan Experience Podcast and pass them on to you, perhaps expand a little bit. We are not associated with Joe Rogan in any way. Think of us as the talking dead to Joe's walking dead. Enjoy the show. Podcast. You're listening to the Joe Rogan Experience Review. What a bizarre thing we've created. Now with your host. Adam Thorne might either be the worst podcast or the best one of all time. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of the JRE Review. Interesting week. I want to first start off by talking. Did you, Garrett, did you see the Tim Heidecker 12 hour Rogan podcast parody that he did over Thanksgiving? I did not. Have you heard of Tim and Eric? Did you ever watch that show? I've never seen it. Tim and Eric was like the craziest um, comedy show really ever, but also hilarious. And it was on Adult Swim. Okay. And it was like 10 years ago. Okay, these guys are... That rings a bell now that you mentioned that. Yeah, they're funny as fuck. And and Tim has just done a parody to Rogan. He sat there with two comedy buddies of his. He had a Fuddruckers sign behind him that actually looked surprisingly similar to Rogan's sign, which one. is funny. Yeah, I could see that. He wore a, a SpaceX hat, um, so he was like kind of rogan it up. And he did the pod for 12 hours, and it was kind of in the style. Now, I haven't, I've only watched some clips of it. Um, was he by himself? You know, I, I wonder what Joe thinks. No, he had two other comedian oh, buddies okay, as okay. the... As, on there too but like the studio was similar and like a lot of the topics were the same and look i know people have been coming at rogan recently and giving him some shit snl just did like cnn like he's getting controversial but i also think that rogan is open to people first things having a joke at his expense And, and maybe this isn't maybe this is just like uh just kind of I think it's just pointing to the fact that he's so big, people don't know what to do with him. A hundred percent. He may, he makes reference to the fact that, that he has nobody governing what he says. And the, the value that's placed in that is so overwhelming at this point, given how many like people that are compromised with their views based on lobbyists and whatnot in politics. He's the one guy that gets to just go on here and say whatever the fuck he wants. Any, but it, but, I but think it, but that's it, but it's, the point. The thing is, too, it's like I, even hearing my girl. All right, don't shout. Sorry, I just wanted to speak up into the speaker. But the uh, my 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 girl gave a good shout out, and it's it's great having Jamie on the show too. You know what I mean? Because every time that it's so nice to hear somebody be like, "Hey, fact check this. Please make sure what I'm saying is correct." I don't think that that ever happens in any mainstream media or anything because they have this premeditated script that they're going to read so on the rogan show it's the opportunity to be like hey check this out make sure what i'm saying is correct like i mean i know that goes without saying but it's it's there's such a value in that right yeah i mean other tv presenters news people they want you to believe that they know everything and all the answers and you listen to most of them for like 10 seconds and you're like this guy's an idiot i'm out like I'm like truly an idiot that just gets fed a teleprompter of shit to say, and he would read it like Anchorman. I think that's that goes right into what he was talking about with Tim Pool too about how the media is completely that way, right? I mean, yeah, there is no that- dude. It's what it seems like to me, and I wish it wasn't true. Every time I listen to Rogan and he gets upset with media. Like, there's still a part of me that's like, I want to believe in mainstream media and news, but mainly because I was just taught to my whole life. It's like, are we sure we can trust independent news in podcasts and, and YouTube? But I think now is the time we know we can. That's, that's it. We don't have a choice. Well, well, abs- well here's the thing, too. I, I'm thinking back to when I didn't, like... Having cable my whole like high school life, I think, and then probably I guess through college I had the same Cox cable, so you'd be privy to the few stations that you'd have. I don't think they were a- right. I don't think they were as biased at that time. I don't know, but like now that I've been 
outside of i don't know the last time i had cable i haven't had cable since i moved to california that's for sure i've always had these like streaming opportunities so i kind of choose my news and rogan has been the news source for me and the daily show was always the news source for me prior to if i'm being honest that was the only thing that i seeked out was john stewart i always thought he was the, the news and I can't say that I, I ever watch Fox or CNBC now that I haven't had cable. So the the distra- or the movement away from cable TV, I think, from people has given them a more independent view or an opportunity to have one at least. Well, it certainly changed things. I mean, that's for sure, right? right? I mean, we did it this one way before, and now there's a new way. And the old way doesn't know what to think of the new way. Well, the- and I and I think that's what it comes down to. So everyone's taking – it's almost like they're testing. It's like having a girlfriend that, that loves to, like, push your buttons. But shouldn't truth always prevail? And shouldn't we always seek truth? Yeah, but people will bend. You know, there's there's no reason that Joe hasn't, like, folded – from the pressure of this stuff. It's just a testament to who he is. But really, if you think about it, there's no reason. Because if he's thinking, all right, I sold this last contract for $100 million. Maybe the next one's worth $500 I don't million think he if thinks I just tow the line. I don't think he thinks that way. I don't think... I, in, no, he doesn't. He clearly doesn't. I don't think he has... He doesn't seem to give a fuck. Which, he's just like, this is what I think. Deal with dude, it. And I've done my research. How much uh, fulfillment comes from that mindset? When you're not seeking money and you're seeking truth and you and you're seeking what's best for everybody, there's a, a huge fulfillment that comes from that that can supersede money all the time, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. goes without saying. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. Let's jump on a Tim Pool, who is a good representation of of like online news and all media. Right. Um, clearly, a very smart guy. I mean, without doubt, he's very smart guy. A lot of resources, a lot of references, a lot of, a lot of talking. Yeah, COVID took him out. <laughs> he got real sick. Took took Rogan's protocol. It seems like Rogan is the doctor of of um, of uh, COVID right now. Which which is, to be honest, right? And Rogan has said this a bunch of times, but I want to reiterate it because it's something we should think about. If this was anything else. If this was just like a bad flu season and Rogan on his podcast said, like he basically always has, hey, you should try loads of vitamin C or blah, 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 like all the types of things that he said. But this this time around, he used a lot of science. He put a lot of work in. He had like a mega protocol for being sick. People would be so thankful that he said it and no one would get mad. Why would anyone get mad? They'd be like, wow, that uh, wait, the fear factor guy has like a thing to cure the flu? That's great. Maybe I could save my grandma. But now, if if people listen to him, they almost feel like they're betraying their like you know, political ideologies. And I'm like, guys, calm down. Maybe this is actually a good way to deal with being sick with COVID. Like, why should we not why consider it why would I why mean, would you not want to hear what worked for somebody else uh I, yeah like, I don't just know. well because they probably already decided they don't like him and they've already decided he can't clearly be smart enough because he also said he didn't like vaccines so he must be wrong and, and to his like, credit he's, to his credit he's like i didn't say vaccines were wrong and i think that they work for the vast majority of people but that, yeah, but nobody's listening now. I don't. That's like, the, the, I, when I say nobody, I mean like the you, the people that would right. be haters. They've just you've chosen. They've like locked the door. You've chosen the side. You've chosen your side, and now there's right. now there's no turning back. That's how it feels, man. To be honest with you, the way I always describe Dude, it, it's like the people that get mad at uh, Jordan Peterson, and I I sit there and talk to them, and then they're just like, well, you know, he doesn't. He, you know, he just doesn't like women. He doesn't respect women, and that. And I'm like, I don't think any of that is true. Have you? He. I don't know you ever, what you're talking about. Have you like, ever heard you the passion? Have him you ever not? heard the passion in his voice for the love of his wife and the love of life and all these things? It's 
People just want to tear people down. That's the problem, man. It's like you're just not taking the op- the time and the and the wherewithal to understand actually where you just want to jump on board with a with a try I don't want to say try because I don't think that the vast majority yeah. of people think this. It's just it's like baity shit. You know what I mean? It's like I you know, I don't argue with anyone. I don't I don't either with this stuff. I sit there mostly quiet. While they like either bag on Rogan or they're right. like going to other right. things, and I I just say, well, you know, he's he has had really smart people on his show that teach him things, and they'll be like, oh blah blah, and they just give me like this ten minute lecture, but I don't need to worry about it because mm. I have this platform to talk about right. what I actually think. So it, I, it, I, I don't want to argue with individual people about it, this. The, the most rational thing, I don't want to say the most, but one of the most rational things that I've approached and, and tried to put towards my life that I've heard him say that I think he's quoted is don't be attached to ideas. It doesn't matter how many times you need to reiterate that. Don't be attached to ideas. You are a human being. You're allowed to change your perspective on things if you see new stuff. When you're attached, yeah. when you when you attach yourself to ideas and you shut the door to opportunity to see a new angle or to see a new door that you can open and be like, oh, I didn't see it that way. That makes more sense. There's nothing bad about that. There's only that's enlightenment. That's showing that you have the ability to grow. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's that's showing that. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, people are not like their their ideas they're not they're not even really their actions to a degree like you can't just murder someone and then expect us to forget about it but like you know you can you can have times in your life where you acted like a complete idiot under certain circumstances and then later change from it's not who you were forever Dude, resiliency is the key to life uh, at the end of the day right i mean i remember one time where we had to throw some blacked out guy in the back of my buddy's mini and drive him mm. home at like six in the afternoon i know that guy. and it, it, that's not who that person is forever <laughs> well that was just a rough day of white claws <laughs> one and... one truly potentially <laughs> but people yeah and people change too and that's an important like well, it all, part of this is like, yeah. I mean, yeah. I will. I, we're getting heated. I, bro. We're no, getting heated early well, on. Well, I, I, I want to say that I, I, I got to make reference to this to the few friends that I have. I'm, uh, the few friends that I have, I have like three, but the ones that are vaccinated are are pretty adamant about not getting the booster. It's interesting to watch this unfold because initially it was i'm, I'm gonna get the vaccine it seemed like the, I, I had this conversation with a buddy the other day it was like you just pushed the threshold a little bit further than i did you're like i'm gonna go get the vaccine and i'm gonna do what's good for everybody because i stayed home i did that i did that i did that and now it comes to the point where there's got to be a goddamn line in the sand where people are just um okay i've done five different fucking things you asked me to do at some point in time I have to grab a marker and draw the line in the sand and say, nope, I'm not going to keep fucking playing. Because when does the fucking booster shot end? When does all of it end? There's no end in sight if you keep playing that game. Yeah. There's no end. Like, give me an explanation how that ends. So I hear my buddies now. They're they're saying, I got the vax. I did one. It's like, you just took one more thing than I did. I'm, I don't... You do anything you want, but I I understand where you're coming from. You did the one more thing, but now it's like, okay, the threshold was set here, and we set it a little bit higher, but to keep... Now we're doing three shots? Are you out of your fucking mind? Like, when does that fucking end? <laughs> well, I mean, could, so can you believe that Rogan did his Madison Square Garden show, and then a fucking senator tried to pass oh. a bill that directly named Rogan? As like a performer that can't go there, and it's just like, all right, can we stop? Is this part of the narrative now, dude? That's ex- like you need to pull on anything that disagrees with you, anyone that disagrees with you, and basically try and cancel them on what, like the Senate floor? It's that's when this you're, you're like, building. Chill out. You're building it on sand. That's the thing. That shit's gonna unravel. And to to Rogan's credit, again, he said, "I was ready." to get vaccinated but it didn't work out yeah, yeah. he's he's he said, said it five said fucking it. times and i'm sure he doesn't have i wonder he's i wonder how different all this narrative would be 
it, it, he would still be saying the same shit, but imagine if he already got the vaccine, right? Then it would be so much harder for them to demonize him, and it wouldn't change a fucking thing about his life. He's like, well, I still... I did what you said. Think the same shit. I did what you said. I did not, now I've done everything you've said. What else do you want me to do? That's how it's starting to feel. It's, it's almost like the only way you can disagree with the mainstream is to do everything they say, but then disagree. Literally. There's like, no other way to put it. Put a tinfoil hat on your head, lock yourself up, spray yourself with, you know, Vaseline <laughs> sterilizing jelly, close your eyes because sunlight is bad, and then don't breathe. <laughs> sit, sit. As long as you do that, then we'll listen to what you have to I say. I got to say, dude, I've, I've made a point now. Like I think I said this on the last one, but I'm, I'm starting to just – I'm not rocking the mask. I always have the – the bandana in my pocket like I'm a gang member so if any time they want me to breathe through a cloth I'll do it but from now on it's going in the pocket well you or you always <laughs> wear like full bandana so that's what I said this, Co- this is not different Co- for you at COVID- all. you just moved it down low like you're robbing a bank COVID just exposed my style a little bit <laughs> you know what I mean like now everybody gets to have my style it's okay I you guys can have some yeah <laughs> yeah Oh man! Yeah, there, there was uh, seriously is, is all the all the jokes aside, as much as you say about um, COVID, you were definitely the most prepared for the coronavirus. Correct, because you had like f- at least fourteen. I had fourteen bands before this even started, like ahead of the game I, when no one could get a hold of masks. We could be like Garrett. Can we borrow one? He's like, I got I, you. What do you need? American flag, pirate. <laughs> Corner of the van- tie-dye. He had all of corner them. the bandana game and basically saved Los Angeles. Yeah, <laughs> no doubt you saved lives, and uh, no doubt. <laughs> oh man, the virtue, the virtue, and the vigilantes, huh? Uh, we should have gotten the bandana selling <laughs> business, bro. That was where we fucked up. That early on, like, don't tell me you don't know some major bandana distributors. Hey. You knew all of them in Venice. You could have bought all those up and selling them at a premium. We, we could have been saving lives before you even know it, bud. Ah, yeah, we fucking messed the ball on <sighs> Call Newsom. Well, we're not good business, man. I'll tell you that. Anyway, Kyle, Ritten- Kyle Rittenhouse, huh? <clears throat> what? I wanted to jump over to that story. Did, we, did he? Oh, yeah, they did get to that one. Um, dude, interesting. Go. Um, I remember. I remember when that whole story went down. I thought for sure that kid was completely just going there to kill to kill people. Like I, that's exactly what I thought. That's all I that's heard. All I, that's, yeah, early on, that's all. That's I all heard. I heard up he until the trial. Basically, that's a all I heard. Serial murder. That's all I heard up until the trial. And then I, it's so weird, man, being on both sides of it. Like I, I don't want to say both sides of it because it's like I see the angle and. I, I want. I, I don't know. It's it's a touchy subject because I I have a, a lot of African American friends, and I want to believe that if that same scenario happened, and they they did the exact same thing in his position, that he they would have been treated the exact same way, and it did raise a question for me if that would have been the case. But after seeing the videos and after seeing the details and after hearing everything unfold, I have to believe. That if it if it was Kyle Rittenhouse African American or Kyle Rittenhouse white guy, I want to believe in the judicial system and believe that that would have unfolded the same way. It would have been a great, it, honestly, and 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 not to push whatever. It almost we it would have been more influential if it would have been an African American guy, and that would have all unfolded, and that case would have unfolded the way it did in hindsight. Oh, you're saying that like he went like a like a black guy would go to like a clan rally? No, 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 no. Let's just say the exact same scenario happened that Kyle Rittenhouse just happened to be African American and did all the exact same Oh, with the same people. Same exact scenario, same exact uh, motive, same exact thought process. This went through my head. Like I want to believe that the judicial system would have unfolded the same way and it would have been a huge step in the right direction had that been the case. But to when I talk to my my African American friends and I like they're like bro that would have never happened for a black guy that would have never happened so I, I have to evaluate that and think about that because I'm like 
I don't know. But it was so easy for me to see after hearing all the details and hearing all the stories unfold and seeing the footage. And it's kind of hard. It's like I almost looked at him as a hero, to be honest, in a weird way. Like, I, I don't want to say a hero. You drove. But if you're burning my shit in my city and I happen to have a fucking rifle at the time, I'm, I'm not a gun guy. I don't know if I'm bringing the rifle, but I'm, I'm doing something. Like, if you're burning the building across from my house... I think the story said that his his grandma or something owned a business there, and he lived 30 minutes away. Mind you, he drove with a gun, but there's videos of him trying to help people prior to the engagements that occurred, correct? It, from what I've heard, so it's definitely a complicated issue. Well, sure. hearing, hearing mean, them trying look. to compromise the jury too, dude, like when you, when you hear him saying they were trying to take video of the jury, did you hear him say that? Like... So that when you know that you the way you vote on this could dictate the rest of your life. Oh, because CNN is filming. Are them? you out of your fucking dude? That was fucked. That is up. so fucking dirty and just shasty. Like, how do you even think that up? Like, some of the thought processes dude, are CNN. CNN mani- is a mess maniacal, right now. dude. Like, I couldn't even. They they're doing nothing for themselves. I'll tell you <sighs> is, that. Much. Is it nothing good for themselves? I mean. What do you think about that? Like, that's what I was thinking when you thought about that thought process is, I, I mean, I don't know. Well, look, at the end of the day, I mean, the legal system is messy, right? So you you have to hope, as messy as it is, that at least it represented whatever law is in place. Right. And if we don't like the outcome, then the hope is you change the law, right? So they give the example of how the ACLU back in the day used to defend Nazis. Right. And like... You know, I think there was even a famous case where a Jewish guy was one of the lawyers for like a for like a Nazi group or a KKK group. And but the point that he made is, listen, I'm not defending what they say. I'm defending their right to say it. And if we don't do it for them, then we can't do it for anyone. And as crazy as that sounds, it doesn't, because it doesn't, to be honest, it doesn't, it, doesn't dude, sound crazy. it doesn't really sound crazy if you think about it. But like when I first moved to America, you don't get to do shit like that in England. Like hate groups don't get to speak at all. Like it's all banned. And I always grew up thinking, well, that makes sense because you don't like hate groups. But really, when I got to the U.S. and I learned more about what it means to have freedom of speech, I realized, oh, there, that means that there's plenty of speech that you're not going to want to hear. Not all speech will agree with you, and that's what freedom of speech means. So, so, much, so you know, there's other – stip. You, st- you know, there's, there's things in there that, like, you can't incite violence. You know, you can't actually be, like, a, saying, hey, go kill that guy. I mean, that that's not the same as speech. Right, right. That's a bit different. Right. But, you know, your right to speak on it. Did- but now these systems have changed. The ACLU has changed. They won't do things like that anymore. People, in a way, aren't really defending free speech. Cancel culture wants to crush it. It's almost like we've had it so long that we've taken it for granted. We forgot what it's like not to have it, which is reasonable because we only live fucking 80, 100 years or whatever. It's like no one in the U.S. lived in a time when there wasn't real free speech. I mean, probably African-Americans still remember it. Like, they lived in a time when it was shitty here for that, like, real bad for them. Like, the 60s and before that, like, it was rough. So there still are people that are are really well aware of, you know, what freedom of speech really stands for and their ability to be able to speak up because they know what it was like to be told to shut up. And I'm not, but now no one knows. We love we, it's all the fucking woke world, bro. They've been able to say whatever they want so much that now they're fucking going up. Yeah, but I, do you know any woke folks? Not personally, no. <laughs> I, I, I don't even know. I can't even think of. I don't know a real conversation. I'll probably our buddy Dave is the most woke but I, that, person we know. But that comes from a spot of. He mostly just gets upset and starts crying. It just is like it, it just and with all due, with all due respect to Dave, it, Shout just, out to it Dave. just fits a narrative a lot of the time. I, we're caring people. We care. I, and like Joe says, I think at the end of the day, the woke people do care about. But the thing about what breaks that down is that you can see them eating each other alive. 
within the context of the conversations. Like, you can only be so woke, and then the next woke guy's got to outwoke you. So if you're always constantly being outwoke, when does the fucking line get drawn in the sand for that either? Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's going to turn on you. It's going to turn on you too, dude. Those guys aren't in your squad because that's not part of the fucking narrative. How clear does that need to be made? It's happened time and time and time again. Cancel culture is dramatically connected to woke culture, if you haven't noticed. And the reason that that yeah. is is because everybody wants to out-fucking-woke somebody else. It's like, dude, we're all just fucking people trying to get through. Let's try and find the best solutions rather than calling everybody for their fucking problems. Like, stop. Yeah. I mean, you would. It, eventually, you would have to out-woke everyone <laughs> to the point where you're like half unicorn, half man, half undecided... <laughs> He, she, zee, her, with a rainbow haircut. And you win, man. It says you don't live in this dimension. You won, man. You won. You also identify as a tree. Cool. And at that point, no one could cancel you because <laughs> you have become ultimately superhero world. I was, and then I, you win. You win the game. I was listening to Bird's podcast today. He said, I think I'm going to come out as fat. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, good call, bro. He's like, everybody else gets to come out. Why don't I get to come out? And I was like, cool, man. Yeah. Do it. Just identify as <laughs> Nobody would disagree with nah, him at you all. you good? What did you think of the, the – to finish up that bit, because we've dragged on this one a little bit, but the, the New Jersey rules there for, like, you barely own a gun, and then you, you have a duty to retreat. Oh. Which includes escaping your own home to a safe place. That sounds un-American. That sounds... Now, I'm not saying I'm in the business of wanting to shoot people that come to my house. I don't want to hurt anybody ever. But to think that... If you had to pick one... The whoa, 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 whoa. people that you, are breaking in... Uh, if you had to pick one time... If you had to pick one time to say I want to hurt somebody, if you're breaking into my house, that's the time that I want to hurt you. One time. Or hurting my family. Those are the two times. I would I would say it's the one time I would like the option to okay. and know that I'm legally protected. Even if I chose to leave, I still think that probably leaving safely, if you can, is the best move. You d- shouldn't necessarily put yourself in danger Shoot. if you don't have to because you don't deserve it. You didn't ask for this person to break in. That's true. But if you don't really have a choice... If there's not an easy exit, you got to go round up five kids. I mean, that's true. And a wife, and you've got a couple of cats in there. I, it's just like okay, I gotta this say, is too much work. I gotta say, I think I was I, I made reference to this too, but when watching a whole protest, watch walk da- walk down Washington Boulevard, and having the two ladies that live in my complex come up to my door and knock on the door and say, "Hey, can we can we stay here while this is going on? We don't really know what's going on." And I was like, "Sure." I would have liked to have had a nice small pistol just to be like, if anybody comes up my stairs, they're getting clipped. Like, it's not going to go down because now, now I'm responsible for two other lives and I'm not even going to take the chance. Like, if you want to come up, we're going we're going full clip. I would have at least liked the yeah, opportunity because that shit, like they were talking about too. They were talking about the protesters walking. They made reference to that in that one. Like, they were throwing rocks through college things and the college guys were like, hey, man, we're with you. It's like, that's how it felt here. I was like, who knows what's going to unfold? All it takes is somebody to be like, let's go get this place. And I'm like, I wouldn't do that. I promise you, you don't want to come up these stairs because I'm picturing me this zombie apocalypse in you. Well, I think that video that they pointed out, and it's pretty well what I remember seeing it. it's It's a wake up call in the sense of like, basically what those protesters are saying is if they're out, you don't even like even waving at them right. they could think is a threat. Right. Well that's like you just allow dude, them I'll, to do whatever they that's want how it was until here. they that's how it felt that, broken that, everything. That's, how, they that's want. how it felt here, but I was like, I'm the same as you guys. There was a bunch of <laughs> I mean, there was a lot of people there was a lot of African Americans walking for Black Lives Matter, but a lot of the people causing the destruction during the BLM fucking things we're not black we're not black lives matter people and i don't even know what those people are to be honest i think that's just a sold fucking tagline that they have now cuz it's like those are not i mean 
I mean, it was it, it was a weird time. It was a weird time. But the idea that you just had the like the lawlessness at any given time because like you watch the news or you were watching some Instagram feed is a fucking character flaw. Sorry, but like that's not a that's not an opportunity to take advantage of like detriment. It's it just not. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. We, it, Let's jump over to Philip Goff. Oof, this guy, huh? And get into something even more <laughs> peculiar in some Pan-psychism. way. No, he, yeah, panpsychist. What was it? Yeah, that same thing. I just said. Psychist? I, just, I, Pan, I, yeah. I said I think that was the form of it, but a psychist. Consciousness. Correct. What the fuck is it? Hey, man. hey, I remember I had to took a philosophy class and at ASU. I mean, the most brilliant people, philosophers come out of Arizona State, clearly. But I remember we had it. It was one of my most favorite classes. I remember the guy had really tight shorts out of the table and would like tight his like fucking khakis up against his balls. And my buddy just wrote Dr. Balls on Philosophy 101. <laughs> <laughs> Confident man. Confident guy. Just pop that fuck, pop that pleat right through those balls, bud. Show them both. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look. When I saw this podcast, and and with all fairness, um, we skipped the Ben one, which maybe we should talk about <laughs> a little bit. But I, I just kind of was like, we've done a lot of hunting ones recently. I like those. I mean, that guy's from Bozeman, Ben O'Brien. I'm like, was it Ben O'Brien? That's his name. I right? believe so. I just okay. I wanted to I want, um, there's one thing that I great guy but anyway it, it, I just thought that this would be I was like this could be fascinating bro I was on a plane flying back from Na- uh Knoxville listening to this and I could barely follow any I don't even know if Joe was like really keeping up I think he was just being polite like what I felt like he wanted to just be like what the fuck are you talking about yeah he's like well. D- it, well, I could see how dualism may work, but as you might be a panpsychist, if but maybe <laughs> it's not matter, but it's what matter does when it thinks about. And I'm like, what are we talking? I about? mean, I should have taken a bigger edible for this I, flight. I swear to God, I, I want to give like some philosophical process on it. Where do you, where do you stand now? Is everything happening to you, or are you are you projecting the like the future? How much control do you have? Let's just talk about consciousness for a few minutes. Well, that really wasn't their point. I, I thought they would go into that, like determinism, but they didn't. Right. He was just trying to say that uh, consciousness exists. You can't explain it with physics and math. <laughs> it's like the one uncalculable thing. Um, being able to experience a thing like a curry or like what yeah the color i think i think to you is like i think joe you know a zombie can't really do that and i'm just like what the fuck good thing you brought up the curry i think joe kind of popped him in his tracks on the curry story he's like well that's all good except those peppers are there and that stuff all got cultivated and all that stuff had to come together for it to have that heat profile like a lot of things, a lot of things went into that. So, like to say it all, just like is a conscious heat thought. I, I, I'm probably butchering it, but you know what I mean. It's like no, you you got it right. This, this is what I will say, and this is this is going to be a prime example of what we were talking about earlier. You are not your like ideas, right? right? You, they're just things that you have. This is something I will say now, and probably in time, I will adjust and change. <laughs> And the reason I say that is because this. Basically, what you have is you have a philosopher from a good school that hangs out with a bunch of other philosophers and talks to other really good philosophers and writes books on philosophies and does speeches on it and goes to dinners where there's philosophy. It's almost like you've just got a bunch of these people. It's like a hobby. That are in their own, they're in their own circle of communication. It's a CrossFit. And they're basically saying clever things to each other while mostly confusing each other on what they're even trying to say and no one challenges them what we have on this podcast is rogan who is not that guy who's interested challenging this dude right and being like well how the fuck do you know that the toaster doesn't have consciousness right. 
And then he's like, uh, 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 uh. It just, it broke down. He just didn't know what to say. I think he's, I think the only way you can think like this, even on a really high academic level, is if you don't get a normal person turn around to you and say, that sounds like fucking nonsense. Because every time he'd be, every, every time he'd be like, well, I could see how that could be a, like, like every time, not to be criticized, philosophy is, that's, it's, it goes hand in hand with philosophy. That's part of the deal. Like, there's, a, I get it. Yeah. And this dude, look, let, let me get it straight. He was articulate, he was intelligent, and he did a pretty good job eventually of getting some info to my brain. Correct. But to be honest, it it wasn't very compelling. No. In the, like, I didn't leave that with with really much that was profound other than i i almost felt more confused i felt a little bit more i was like i think i understand (laughs) consciousness less than i did before we started it's completely unscientific and there is no way to dictate it but yes this is what it is uh and then he was talking to that guy that was like i don't believe that there's pain and Rogan was like punch him in the nose (laughs) i love that reference (laughs) i love that Punch him in the nose. <laughs> Give him to Rogan for an hour. Dude, they train dude, together. An hour. And then after he dude, puts down his what, three pound what, kettlebell, what, he's going to be like, my arms. That's uh, the thing. You could almost. Well, is that you, real or not? You could use that same framework as I'm not attached to my feelings as I just punch you in the mouth. You feel that? Yeah, that's a feeling. A, a literal feeling that either you do or don't. Yeah. And if you don't, please teach me how to not feel that shit because I would love that skill. Yeah. <laughs> Feed me that skill to not feel pain when you fucking get knocked in the nose or lose love or get in a car accident or have a fuck. Shut the fuck up. You feel pain, but Dude, somebody <laughs> that says that is not feeling pain very At often. The, well, here. They occasionally they occasionally bump their toe. Hey, I don't feel pain that often. They occasionally they occasionally like, you know, bump their elbow <laughs> on the funny bone and they're like, "Ooh." No, no. But they're not like hitting the gym hard. They're oh, not training oh, to yeah, like yeah, yeah. I see what close to blackout. You yeah, know what right, I mean? They're not right, like right. really stressing themselves to where they have a good relationship right. with their own I was gonna, physical limitations. I'll agree with that, but I was also going to say that, that that just fits another narrative to say that you don't feel pain is just to like still be a little bit more woke than somebody else. It's, it it kind of falls in that fucking barrel of tricks. Yeah. You know? I have the ability to not feel pain. You you sure? I don't think. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't think that he said that he doesn't. Feel well, he re- he pain. retracted that statement I, after the fact, but yeah. I think he's saying. I think that his friend was saying that like the pain isn't real and no one really feels pain or some bullshit like that. I don't know. I don't know, man. You know, it's easy for us to sit there. Like, it's, these it's, guys it, are hey, it, professional philosophers. I don't want to give them a hard time, but, like, at least try and be convincing them. What's the point of understanding something that you can't pass well, to a couple of morons like Just us? like you said, I mean, Joe raised some good, valid questions that philosoph- philosophy is always going to face. Like, there's no way around it. Like he, like he said, there's no way around it. So, you can't describe the uh, undescribable, right? That is true. That is true. What do you think about the uploading your brain into the computer business that they talked about? Uh, in some way. That was like the one area I agreed with them. I was like, yeah, that sounds like suicide. It seems like we've already kind of done that in some way. Like what? Like our, I, 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 I mean, and not, and I, I want to feel from a semi-millennial boomer mindset, not to categorize myself, but like I feel I still have a sense of reality and still like going out in the sun and not attached to video games and a lot of things that a lot of our generation has been criticized for and, and, and whatever. But I, I don't think that, that uh, I, I don't want to be attached to that stuff, to be honest. And maybe I'm just old school in that way. I don't know. I just saw this thing on Instagram that mm. said, uh, I, I can't remember what it said, NFT or something, or, or Meta House sold for $2.4 million. Like some house sold, like an online house, like a virtual house sold for $2.4 million. I don't know what that means. Oh, yeah, Did I read, you read that. that? Like, I read I that. No, I, I, so I think, it's, I think it's a virtual space that's very highly inhabited. 
and they've basically cut out real estate. So like there's basically like a center to the square or the city where most people want to hang out and they actually are selling the storefronts (laughs) and you can go in and like buy shit. Dude, we are moving (sighs) into a weird world. A weird world. I mean, billionaires will be buying virtual dope-ass houses that are up on a hill in a virtual game that everyone can see and no one can go up to except certain people and they have parties. And they're just wearing sunglasses? I guarantee that shit. And they're just wearing sunglasses? Well, the VR shit, I'm going to yeah. fucking go on these real waves, bro, and just show the waves. I'm good. I'm an island boy. Well, that, that's because, <laughs> you know, we're becoming old men, bro. I'm going to stick with this. And you're an island I'm a, boy. You're an I'm island gonna stick, boy. You don't got I'm going to stick with this, this culture. I'm good with all that. I mean, it, it's probably, I mean, whatever. Dude, let's see what happens. Do you think if we, how big are the island boys? Do you think we could write off to them and just take a sample of their <laughs> music for the intro they, to the podcast for, from now For on? all my friends listening, they already know that I was the original island boy without the, the grilling. I, I, I already had the face tats, but I had them removed. Yeah. Yeah. I'm surprised you don't have one, to be honest. It's not good for my... It felt like it... It's not good for my, my. It was only a matter of time. My rapping career would 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 falter. Jocko wouldn't be proud of me. No, Jocko <laughs> wouldn't. And that's a great, a great transition. Let's jump over to the, really the podcast of the week. Let's be honest, Jocko. Please. We should have done this first, so I apologize to everybody listening for having to wait this long to hear this. But we should have done Jocko first. We this this is top ten, top ten podcast for me. Dude, Jocko is so good. So good. What a fucking legend. I mean, it's 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 difficult not to like that guy. Like every time he comes on, he's making a bunch of shit. I want to check out those boots. I did want to check out the boots. I I love the passion that he talks about the the people that are working in the factories and doing the. He's like the way Joe described it. He's like you could tell that uh these were man made boots, like hand. I don't want to say man made, handmade. They're handmade boots. Handmade. And it's like... Uh, yeah, that's sexist. I, I immediately retract that statement. I would assume women make really good probably boots. Probably better boots. I'm just saying. I'm, I'm going to say it right here. Probably better boots. But, um... Dude, it's so... But yeah, that's better than China making everything. Dude, it's so great to see... Because... When he starts talking about when he was, he's telling that gene story. Like, a, dude, 2021... 2020 gave people an opportunity with a vision to do some things you either had to attach to a vision or you had to act like life was just happening to you if you acted like it was happening for you which Jocko is such a good representative of you started making some moves and started thinking hey how can I better myself how can I get out in front of some things and try and do some things different and he's such a representation of that and even when he was talking about jeans I remember he was talking about in the, like, talking about the boots and then he was like I, I was sitting in the airport and he's like, what does everybody have? Jeans. I mean, it sounds so simple, but it's like, once you see a vision, the vision is exponential, you know? I thought that was great. That's a brilliant idea. Right. I mean, yeah, look, I've heard that their geese are dope. Right. I don't have one. I haven't bought one. Right. Um, but I've heard they're good. And right. To make reference. At the right. end of the day, how many people need geese? Right. Not many. Right. So it's, I mean. Not many. It, like the same thing like the guy he was talking about is a legit black belt and when he said oh, i don't know like 40 i mean i probably know more than 40 by face but if i had to sit there and name them i mean i i've been doing that for years and i probably it would be about 40 by name right. it's just like you don't know that many people that donate, donate so them. fuck right. it it's cool though. It's, Get into jeans. It's uh, agreed, but it's awesome to be awesome about where you're at and to see to see a need and to be. I mean, that's what we're gonna do with this podcast. We're trying to do that and reach out to the, the charities and what we, what what people we want to represent and like support. We'll, we'll be awesome, but it's shout out to Justin Ryan. Yeah, yeah. Fight for the forgotten. Right? So I mean, it's Love it's it. great to like have the opportunity to see something and then especially have the passion and the wherewithal to know that. You're doing it for a reason. Like you're providing jobs. You're doing you're doing it for all the right reasons, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> I dude, I gotta I I got I don't wanna go back to COVID, but the way they discussed it, I 
I I listened to it like four times, literally right in front of my girl. Like I, I was like, I hope you hear this, and I hope this resonates because she's very open minded and she's the same as us. But dude, at the end of the day, I thought we were all just gonna weather this, and we I think that the rest of the United States is figuring it out. It's interesting being here in LA, and and, and he makes reference to it too. Granted, he was in San Diego, so he doesn't feel it as much, but like. It felt like it was just going to be a hiccup that we all just like fucking, all right, it is what it is. And then we're going to move forward. That's, that's what life has been as an American citizen for the longest time. Like shit happens and then we move forward. This one has just been under the microscope and people have jumped on board and it's provided such an opportunity to be tribal and one-sided. And that has never served anybody ever and will never serve anybody. It's like, we are United States. That's when I, I don't want to say fucking Jocko and, <laughs> Jocko for president and back that up but we are united and that as long as we respect one another there's, there should be no division division is what's fucking us up you know a hundred percent I mean it's just uh, so wacky man I mean look Jocko is like a serious guy that cares about his health a lot do you think that if he gets COVID guaranteed rogan is going to be one of the people he reaches out to and he has access to doctors too i there's so much mistrust ah dude a hundred percent why would you not reach out to your best friends dude a professional (laughs) um quarterback one of the best in the world one of the greatest sportsmen that ever lived reached out to rogan and asked for a protocol to get better. I think that because it's like I don't know if we can trust. That's a test. That's like a, that, who the fuck to even that's trust. That's a test. And he was better. He got better real fast. Did great. Crushed it. This is a consistent testament to humanity. People are now trying to seek out the truth rather than just be biased to the fucking nonsense. Because if you, I, I, I'm not even saying that it's the holy grail, but it's like. Let's let's ex- uh, let, 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 let's expose ourselves to some different ideas and then make a conscious decision rather than just attaching ourselves to one way and being virtuous. Like I don't want to be virtuous. It's, it's mind fuck to be honest. And I know that you feel the same way. And I, we've had this conversation when you have end of. Yeah, I don't want to be. I don't want to be on the winning no. side. I want to be on hopefully the most correct. Absolutely. side. Absolutely. That's it. Hopefully. Absolutely. And, the, and and if that changes, I'll move on. And, and, but I'm not in it to win. Dude, when they make reference that when when Jocko and Joe are talking about COVID, he's like, "Yeah, you get choked out on the regular. You get you get literally choked out frequently on the reg." <laughs> that give and I'm and I'm and that's what I'm thinking about when I. I'm not going to pass judgment, and I I appreciate everybody's view, but I think. What we've always said too, the worst thing that's ever happened to you is the worst things that ever happened to you. We've had some worst things happen to us that don't need to be reiterated in the podcast, but have pushed in the fucking threshold of life to the fucking flat earth into the curve. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it made the so, flat earth so, round. So, again. That's how so when you works. tell me that a, a cold is bad. And that's the end all be all. My fucking threshold of pain and 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 thought of pain is very fucking far. So the idea that your narrative applies to my life is not possible. And I, it's not rude. I, 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 yeah, haven't you lived your whole life after open heart surgery? I've got open heart surgery, and then and then telling just, you that they what your heart doesn't just work for the or just for the record, I had open heart surgery when I was eighteen months old. I, I they told me I shouldn't be here when I was sixteen. Lost both my parents when I was fifty when they were fifty two and fifty five. When you really want to break down perspectives of life and where things are. You only have the draw on the line that you've drawn for yourself and what you've experienced. So stop trying to... F- Let me ask you this. How much? How well did they say your heart should work? Uh, I mean, they said they said it should be great. I mean... Uh, th- oh, okay. I mean... I, I wasn't sure if they, they were like, they, it's going to be 20% they, they said, they said, and, and, and to be honest, I, they told Isaac he should never play baseball again. 
They told my brother he should never play baseball. He shouldn't. That game is so well, dude, boring. Dude, when he was 19, okay, well, go. No go, one should go, play Go that. put envelopes of a mass amounts of cash on my bed and then tell me I shouldn't fucking throw 95-mile-an-hour pitches under the spotlights and have the greatest day of my life. You go suck a dick. Wait, why did they tell him not to play baseball? No, well, he. Other than it's boring. <laughs> All the baseball fans out there will appreciate my sentiment. Shut your fucking English mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that seems racist. <laughs> but but why did they tell him not Because he play? had a fake hip, dude. And that's the weird thing, too. He had, like, some affidavits written up to say that I, I'll take full responsibility if anything happens for my hip. And they're like, nah, you're too much of a liability. I'm condensing Ooh. this story, but it's an interesting... No, no, I got it. It's you. an interesting I thing. Well, I only say that shit about your heart because... They, like when it comes to that's what my aunt said that's what like my a physical challenge that runs your endurance the hardest and you're a big guy right. like you're not like a like a fucking marathon runner oh, I... but whatever the challenge is you just do well, it without it like you will just do as many steps and as far as it goes you've always been like that and I'm i just like, heard the goggins do you do that because of the issue with the heart like you think fuck this i got something to kind of or you just love uh it? i will say that every day is satisfying after you do, to, to to go back to jocko dude I, that hit just the title of his book i've read it fucking multiple times i know he's got a new one but discipline equals freedom I've said that so many times over the past few years that it's fucking just implemented in my life at this point. Like, do like when I wake up, <laughs> I ha- and like earning the day. Those two guys, Jocko and Goggins, have fucking implemented so many. Like, I'll be writing to the thing and I'll hear Jocko in my fucking in the back of my psyche, or it's just like that voice in the back of your head being like, hmm. Just hearing him talking about Ramadi and like oh, I, I have all these stories. Just hearing his voice in the back of my head, it's like, oh, here we go. I guess I'm gonna go fucking dominate again because I know what he's doing. It's it's uh having those two guys and having those inspirations from Joe has been very like, I mean we we've made references to Goggins too, but it's like those stories that they tell yeah. are fucking have been instrumental in my life in the past two years that. It's. I think it's good to have though. You're like, if I look at my friends, like if this was like ancient times and there wasn't like YouTube and Instagram and all the people. I mean, you are that person for right. me. You're absolutely exhausting. <laughs> like it's so exhausting, and you just call me, and it's like eight in the morning, and you're like, I've already done all these oh, things. I love. And I, love like, I love it, I, and I appreciate it. I, I, I'm, I, I'm barely shoveling oatmeal in my face, and then you're like, come for a run with me, and I'm like, God damn it, okay, I'm on my way. Give me mind you, but it like gets me moving. It keeps me, it keeps me being like, fuck, I gotta do dude, something. Dude, I gotta do something, or else what? You stagnation is. He said it. I think I just watched like a YouTube. Is either moving forward or you're moving backward. There's no way around it. Like there's no way around it in this life. You're either moving the fuck forward or you're moving backward, right? I I don't know. Mm-hmm. I've been living in this stagnant zone, but at the same time, like I, I there's no there's no fucking misstep. I there I have I have I just and this is not a toot of my own horn, but this is I've been keeping track of the fucking. Sounds. Like it's it. about to be a toot toot. But I looked back and I've been keeping track of every single day this this year, and I have I've less than twenty days. I have a month less. There's been less than twenty days that I have not gone aggressively, on. And there was three days in Jamaica, three days in Puerto Rico where I just took some time. But like I have every time, and I'm like, dude, there is so there is no better feeling than accountability and discipline for your life. I I can tell you that point blank. And coming from the yeah, you you're. You're my canary in the coal mine to see if exercising too much can actually kill I'm you. down to take... I'm just, right. like, waiting for the day to see. I'm like, oh, Garrett just died? Well, okay, I guess I chose with that, with that be- to only work with, out kind of hard that, most of with, the time. Anyway. With that being said, ladies and gentlemen, I, there's a lot of banging and clanging because I like to have a good time. I'm the Burt Kreischer of the show, but I enjoy... I, I yes, but are. I enjoy a good time, but I also like to fucking be accountable at the same time with a little bit more reverence than a lot of folks would have. And I will say that I'm appreciative for that motivation that somehow flows through my veins. But it, you know, like you're saying, it comes from people like jo- like Jocko is incredibly motivated. Oh my god! And it's an important role that he plays. Dude, I- like it, it just is. 
It's like that that fucking good video. I don't know how many times I've been like really down, really frustrated, really just not believing in myself and just watch that and I'm like, oh, even some friends in my friend group that will just text me the word good all caps and we know what it means. Right. And it, it does. It like I'm not saying it's a cure to feeling terrible, but it gives you a second just to be like Okay. Bro, okay. I have a fucking thing that I'm staring at right now as I talk to you that says reason is greater than excuse. And that was the one thing that I randomly said because I remember talking about my parents and talking about life situations. And then you get to a point where you're just like, either that's going to dictate the narrative for the rest of my life or it's going to fucking dictate the narrative of the rest of my life. Mm. Right? Yeah. I mean, it's these are important things to think about. I, I think it's good to write that shit down, to have it somewhere, you know? And, and and you're not saving it for the days you feel great. You're saving it for the days you feel like shit. Right. But, the, but, the, sure but those are. days are limited when you work hard, bud. I can tell you that point blank. You know it as well as I do. You don't, The idea when you feel like shit, that can be overcome. That really can. It, yeah. Have a conversation. Reach out to somebody. Go do something hard. Do something nice for somebody else. Don't live in this fucking thought process that this is a shitty day. You get a few shitty moments. I'll give you some shitty moments, but shitty days are not, not, not fair. Especially if you're walking, seeing, feeling, doing things. And not that people that don't they find a way to find a way that's not shitty. So at the end of the day, life is good, baby. Yeah, yeah. Those, those like kind of annoyingly optimistic people that you know <laughs> are actually super beneficial when you're having a rough time talk, let's be honest you're talking to me or are you just talking in general yeah i just mean it like in general i mean, I mean you often are that but like but i don't mean it like you're not annoying to me because i just i just know you but like sometimes when you haven't been feeling good for a while and you have those people that are just always have the optimistic right. kind of talk it is kind of hard to hear because you're almost self-perpetuating the state that you're in. Like you almost want just to talk to someone that also is sad and complains. And I get it. I understand that frustration. It's a difficult place to be in and you don't want your thoughts and ideas that are difficult to just be ignored and brushed over with someone being like, bro, you just got to go and do it, man. You got right. it. Like it's nice to have some sympathy. I agree. But that, that it only goes so far. And what you said is important. If you're having like multiple days in a row where you can't find anything that you care about, that you're positive about, that you're excited about, then I would say that's when you want to find those overly positive, motivating people. Because even if it's going to be difficult to hear for a while, like you need to hear that some people exist that can have that thought process. And it and it is beneficial. It it will help you, kind of change your inner dialogue a little bit. I I mean, it's it's interesting too, man. Like you you, you talk about language and you talk about how we've we've talked about this multiple times, but how much it perpetuates your story. And I have a weird situation now with I, I, maybe she will, maybe she won't listen to this. But my aunt actually just is staying with my brother right now, and and it's weird because it's I, I'm trying to look for solutions. But she's in her in her la, I don't want to say last days, but she's in her seventies. But she's been in such a weird spot. She's it, it, either way, she ended up here, and she pol completely believes in God, and like that the reason that she's here is because God provided her the opportunity, and it's like. Okay. Praise Jesus. Faith. I, I told you about her before. Like, she was like, when I asked, when I was like, Sheila, how are you going to pay rent next month? And she was like, Faith. And I'm, it's weird, man. You want to be there for your family, but it, it, now we're, now it's in the spot. I'm like trying to YouTube and Google, like, how do 75 year olds make money? But it's such an interesting time to, I don't know, dude. <laughs> Uber. 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 Man, that's not a bad idea. I don't know, but. Oof, we have a we, Wait, we have work. a Prius available now. Now that we Alicia just showed up, now we might we have an alternative to that. Anyway, let's go back to let's finish up with Jocko. Huh? What did you think of the iPhone thing when they brought up that? Imagine just like Jocko did, you've got American-made, 
but even so they don't have to change their way of doing it that you've got the regular iphone you can buy that for a thousand bucks or you have the american only made iphone two okay let's do that do you think people would buy hey, that can, i think can they we would. do the american made iphone that's made in la and charge an extra two grand do you know how many motherfuckers would pay for that just to say that they could hold like some chip to say that I bought this, dude. I gotta tell you, now, this yeah. reminds me, and this is no disrespect. Oh my god, I forgot. I even didn't tell you about this. We went, and this is not a virtue by any stretch. Alicia and I set out to do something virtuous on Thanksgiving and go help feed the homeless. We went <laughs> over by Golds, and we showed up with like ready to go. There was about what would you say 2000 volunteers with name tags on there's probably a hundred homeless i'm gonna put in air quotes homeless people with the fucking most am- get the fuck <laughs> out the, of here what with the best fucking setup of food at 8 30 in the morning the best nikes that i don't even own like yeezys and i'm not being fucking over the top babe am i being over the i don't know about yeezys but nicer fucking shoes than i own Brand new. Nicer than what we were wearing. Nicer than what we were wearing. All of it. All of it. And this is just like, it's such a weird thing. Yeah, and you have dope ass and, shoes and all the, compared do, to my Exactly. Sketches. Correct. But the thing is, it's like, and then Alicia and I were like, how can we, how can we like do our part? Because there's like, it's obviously, it's got to be overwhelming to say you're like, quote unquote, homeless, but you're like accepting like AirPods to some extent. <laughs> you're like, uh... I, I, I'm gonna get a vacuum for my tent. Like I don't I don't know what the fuck is going on. So, <laughs> so, so like there was. There I'm gonna do some uh, welding. But, tonight. Well, Alicia and I were like, hey, let's just grab a couple of toiletry bags and we'll walk up and down the the side streets by rows, up and down like third and fourth and sunset, and like try and hand hand a few bags out. First two bags. No, nah, I don't need it. I already got it. And we're like. Uh, all right, well, this is a weird thing. It's nine in the morning on Thanksgiving, and people are like pissed off to get shit. Not their problem, but it's like, I mean, it was it was a weird time, man. I will tell you. It's, it, yeah. Well, to be fair, like they're homeless, right. so then maybe they were having a rough. Well, time. homeless is all relative. The the, I don't want to sound non empathetic, but. I don't know, man. A lot of it, but that is, but that is a lot of it. A lot, like a, a lot of volunteers. A lot of it seems chosen out here at this point. To be honest with you, I got to be honest. A lot of it seems chosen, and and to those that have the mental issues and have the other stuff that's going on, I, I'm with you, and I'm I'm, I'm there. But the, the the ones I I'm I'm in the thick of it. I'm I'm literally in the thick of it. I'm around them every day. I'm up and down the boardwalk every fucking day. A lady hissed at she because a lady hissed at me when I was walking in. It's it's getting to the point where it's like there's gonna have to be a reckoning. But and then a guy I can't understand an why there wouldn't be people. Not today, Satan. <laughs> All right, you're gonna have to tell her to shut up. I love he her, said, but he said you can't you, talk. He said you can't talk. <laughs> he, I love you, Alicia. He loves you. But we're doing a pod. It's, it's all right. Go ahead. I should have told her. But it, why? But why weren't they in line, dude? They like even the ones they, that are really struggling. They, they, like they, like you would imagine there would be a good handful of people that really needed help that would have heard about this organization, and they would get in line and try and ask for help. I mean, I don't know, man. It was the richest, LAest thing I've ever seen. It was like so many people trying. I mean, we we were. I mean, it. it not trying to be virtuous. We're just like we have. We want to go help out. We have nothing else to do today. We don't have a dinner. Dude, I know you. You wouldn't have gone if you didn't. But want to help. it was. Like, but it was a weird. You would it was a help. weird thing to be like. We're all competing to like hand other people that don't really need it shit. <laughs> that was what it felt like, to be honest. Right. I'm sure. Well, I'm sure there were plenty of Instagrams there. To be <laughs> honest. The the worst part is though. We talk about this giant budget that LA has or California has for helping the homeless. And then we see this, which is like part of it. Like it's organized to help with volunteers. Like this is where the money goes. And none of the people that need help or were trying to help give a shit about it or show up. And it's like this isn't working. Right. It's right? It. This money is clearly being wasted and we're having to pay into it. It's like, hold right. on. How about Elon Musk sells his stock and cures 
like starvation the world over and then we just set him up to be like can you also cure the homeless problem because i don't think the government's gonna do i'd it. put it in i'd put it in his hands and jocko's hands in immediate instance than anybody else's at least that we'd have a fuck dude if you put any plan in place and put jocko in front of it the way he was talking about leadership too not to bounce back but it's an interesting dichotomy that comes from leadership because whenever you put people in a place that they get to lead they have this, uh, uh, I think, initial thing to like swing down. But the, if you can retract that and be a man of the people whenever you're given that authority and show, like, I don't want to say do what Jesus did, like wash the feet, but you, you want to respect that guy so much more. You know what I mean? And it's, it's, yeah. it, it's such a, it, from a presidency standpoint, too, it's like, why can't we get a guy? That's just a little bit hum. I, I mean, I know it sounds silly and arbitrary to say, but it's like, why can't we just get a humble young guy that wants to change everything for the better? Like, <laughs> Dude, I'm not going to lie. I don't want anything to get worse for anybody. But the fact that that was one of Jocko's prerequisites for running, I'm like, I kind of hope that it right. does. I agree. Because maybe it takes someone like him. And then all of a sudden, Rogan's like, all right, I back him. And then Elon Musk just goes, I'll pay for his entire campaign. And then we have somebody in place that we can actually he, fucking look he up goes, to he goes, and follow and believe. He's like, dude, here's the round table. What do you bring to it? 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 Let's put together a fucking plan and figure out a solution. Yeah. And he's Period. like, and if any of you fuck up. You take accountability for and we'll it, figure it to the public. And we'll figure it the fuck out. And then you say why you did wrong, and then we adjust, that's, which no one That seems does. to be a win. This guy that seems great. to be a win-win-win for all humanity, if you ask me. It's something close, right? <laughs> something similar to that. It doesn't have to be him, but with someone with that mindset. that, that like Dude, thinking. I'm in on Jocko. All right, and on that note... Jocko for president. J for P. Thanks as always, everyone, for listening. And uh, Garrett for uh, not clanging around. Too Love long. you guys. Vax up or don't don't and vax. No, this we we are, we're nonpartisan judgment over here. Yeah, do it. Hey, do what <laughs> do you whatever. Do. do it. All right, we we're not telling anyone to do anything. <laughs> do anything you want. Please do what you got to do. Keep your family safe. Be healthy. Work out. We Peace. love you. Sauna. Peace. <laughs>